Schwalmer Knocker. As they say, anything can happen on Wrestle Lost. Welcome to Wrestle Lost Falls. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WrestleOS. Like the title says, it's going down. So to get it going, here's Johnny. Okay. Well, just to start off, tonight, Sami Zayn is going to take on Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal title. At a house show. <laughs> I swear. No, he's not going to win there. <laughs> well, as, of course not. It's a house show. Yeah. Uh, I don't have changed hands at a house show before. Back in the 90s. <laughs> no, no I think it's like happened since then. Yeah, I, I, actually, I think Ray Mysterio lost the Intercontinental title. To uh, Andrade, wasn't it? Yeah, at yeah. MSG. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the uh, the original match for the house show was going to be a tag team match with uh, Reigns and Solo against Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. But they haven't started that story yet on TV with Kevin and Sami being together. So they switched it. So fans in Toronto get to see get to see the the match. I, I guess only Canada gets Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. <laughs> you gotta be in Canada. But, yeah, there's Canada. like there's like a ninety five percent chance that Roman's winning that match. I would have oh. said a ninety nine point five percent chance. Probably by shenanigans. Probably. We had our the first uh, Ring of Honor show this week on the Honor Club. And you would think that they would they would tape Ring of Honor alongside the AEW shows, but it's actually going to be taped once a month uh, in a in a batch uh, in Orlando, where the, where they do the uh, dark tapings. So the first, uh, and of course, it's on Honor, Honor Club, and. I, you know, I, I'm I'm not willing to pay nine ninety nine a month just to watch a pre-taped show. But the main note from that, the spoiler that came out, which, considering uh, I'm not I'm not going to get it, I wouldn't call it a spoiler anyway because I wasn't going to watch it. Uh, after Dynamite on Wednesday, Eddie Kingston uh, announced that that he was quitting AEW. That was just so he can go to Ring of Honor. Uh, Claudio defended the ROH title against AR Fox. Uh, Claudio won after the match. Eddie Kingston came out and he told Claudio he was an independent contractor and that that he promised he did promise Moxley that he would he wouldn't lay a hand on, on Claudio, but that wasn't AEW. He didn't say anything about Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so we pretty much got our match for Super Card of Honor for the Ring of Honor title with uh, Claudio against Eddie Kingston. 
I mean, it's in Ring of Honor, so that match is going to kick ass. Even though it, it probably would have done the same in AEW, it would have been just as badass. But hmm. um, I'm, I'm curious to sign up for it. But at the same time, for for a pre-recorded show that you'll probably know the spoilers already before it airs. I'll, I'll hold off until we get we start getting like weekly live shows. Yeah, or or uh, until it's on a better platform like HBO Max, or maybe even actual, an actual show on TV. Yeah, either or, but un- until we get those live shows, I- I'm not getting it just yet. <laughs> Some uh, WrestleMania notes. Uh, it was said this week, came out this week, that Brock Lesnar actually turned down the match with Bray Wyatt at Mania. He, he doesn't want to be involved in any of Bray's Spooky bullshit. Sounds like he's scared to me. <laughs> well, there's also it's also news that came out that Bray may not Bray, but Brock may actually be retiring after WrestleMania. Yeah, I heard that was a possibility. And would, that, you, would you? But would you really want your last match to be against Omos? <laughs> no, but I've also heard that. That the the Omos match had uh, Vince's name all over it. Oh, it does. Because Omos, aside from that one match with Braun Strowman, Omos hadn't hadn't been around much during the Triple H uh, creative. But I I don't know. Maybe, maybe Triple H said, "You know what? I'll, I'll let you have this this one because if not, you're gonna you're gonna want to fuck with the rest of them." <laughs> they don't want that. Uh, they're planning on bringing uh, the demon Finn Balor back for WrestleMania in his his match with Edge, which may still possibly be a Hell in the Cell match. Well, I can see the demon in the cell. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he and he needs a redemption after that. That. That bullshit that he had with a match with Roman in twenty twenty one, where where he mysteriously fell off the top rope and the the whole lights started flickering and the smoke and all that. Yeah, yeah. So does this mean Edge loses at Mania? <laughs> you bring the demon in? <laughs> uh, I actually I think he does because Edge's contract. Edge's contract is up this year. FTR have said that they they want a, a, a dream match with FTR versus Edge and Christian. You know, three three of those. Uh, well, FTR is technically still around in AEW, so three of those four are in AEW. Adam Copeland to AEW confirmed. <laughs> You know he wouldn't use Edge. I don't know. I don't know. I I think he was. Uh, I think maybe because he he went so far back in his career, you know that 
uh, it was back before WWE started trademarking the names. True. So I don't know. I mean, if he if he can work it, since it was from way back in the day, and WWE doesn't actually have ownership over the name. Sure, use it, but I, I wouldn't mind if he uses another name. It's still Edge. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the reason. Probably the main reason that uh, that Ronda Rousey lost the women's title to Charlotte Flair so quickly back in December was because uh, she was offered um, the match against Rhea for WrestleMania, and she t- she turned that down. Uh, so I uh, I think that's why they had Charlotte win the title, uh, but you know Ronda she she wants to go after the women's tag title with, with Shayna. Which has yet to play out because uh, we saw uh, Becky and Lita win this this week on Raw. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, we got three weeks now. Four. Four. Is it four? I think it's four. It's four. Yes. Today's the fourth. Maybe yeah. we need to start. Speeding things up, yeah, I think so. Because I mean, four weeks is four weeks, it's still a month technically, but you only get four shows like you get four Raws, four SmackDowns. So, if you really look at it, it's not as much time as you think. Well, technically, they have eight because Ronda and Basil are on. SmackDown, Becky's on Raw, so they can do both shows. We're talking about weeks. Yeah, but he said he only had four shows, but if you do eight oh. shows, you can build yeah. more. Yeah. What, whatever the case may be. Look, they're, they're not going to put them on both shows every single week. No, but you, you can have like six or... You know what I'm saying? I, you can I get go a little bit faster because you have double the chances. Double the pleasure, double the fun. I don't know. Double main <laughs> dumb. <laughs> no, look, man. I, I, I'm just scared that it's not going to feel as good in the end because of the lack of time that we, air quotes, have if they're not going to utilize both shows, you know? They could, but I just don't think they will. And and it's like someone else brought up on Twitter yesterday. What's up with the Hall of Fame? Nothing's yes. been brought up either. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know we talked about Batista a couple weeks ago, but that hasn't even been brought up on TV. Yeah. So yeah. It, I, I'm just worried about the timeline here. Yeah. They they have to start. They gotta start making announcements for that next next week. Yeah. Or this Hell, they should have started like a week or two week ago. ago. Yeah. Usually, I mean, it used to be they would start like the week after the rumble. Yeah. I don't know why. And look, 
okay, I'm I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna say what I think, and people can take it as they will. I don't think it's Triple H dragging his feet. I think there's ideas that he wanted to do for Mania that he can't focus on because in the back of his mind over here is and in his ear is Vince. Yeah. I don't think he's been able to fully focus on how he wanted to do Mania because of Vince being back around in whatever capacity it may be. Yeah, I'm starting to think this whole this whole thing about him being back to make a sale, I think that was just an excuse for him to come back. I said it from the beginning. Because wouldn't he, shock me. Because he pushed up his, his asking price to nine billion dollars, even though the company's only worth six point five billion. And right now the only two front runners, main front runners are the Saudi investment group and and uh, the cons. And if the, if the if the cons want to get it, they're going to have to get some more investors to go in with them because that's uh, I mean they got money, but they don't have nine million dollars. <laughs> Maybe they could call Jerry. The cons and Jerry Jones on it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they are football owners, so NFL owners. Yeah. And Jerry has fucking he has money. shit ton of money. And and, and I know sure I know how much money he has, but he has a shitload of money. And I'm pretty sure Jerry is friends with Vince. Yeah. Billionaires tend to talk to billionaires, so yeah. <laughs> I I uh, I don't know how this goes. I don't know who else Tony would get, but it, it's not looking good anymore for a sale. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, they said probably around April we should hear something, and we haven't, nothing's been said. It's it's already March, man. Look, I, I give us reasons to be more positive on talks about a sale. I mean, it should be a positive thing because that means that Vince is out the door. I would hope, like we said, because Vince is Vince and he'd probably try and weasel his way back in somehow, even though he sells. But give us reasons to care for this sale again because it, it's, I think it's been put on the back burner on everybody's minds just because of the lack of news coming from it. It's not getting as much attention as it was getting in the beginning. Give us another reason to call it March Madness. I want like all the sale news to come out. <laughs> I, I, I think I think they might just be waiting until after WrestleMania. You think after Mania things will pick back up again? As far as sale talks, yeah. 
Okay. I hope so, man, because if if this is more signs of Vince being in creative control for at least a match or two, it, it scares me. <laughs> As it does a lot of people. You're fucking with my Bray Wyatt again, and I don't fucking like it. Yeah, he's he's going to do a match with Lashley, and uh, I, I honestly I gotta admit, uh, I mean I know you're not gonna like this, but if he loses to Lashley, that might be it for him. I, I've seen I, I fucking all right. I've seen a couple of people on TikTok doing their WWE like thoughts and shit. And they seem to think the same thing. That this is Vince McMahon putting his foot down on certain things again. And one one of those things is Bray Wyatt. Because notice he's gone back to Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. He's gone back to Muscle Man Dance mm. these last two weeks. Mm. And those are things he wasn't doing again. I don't know. I don't know. I I hate to think this way again because he had my interest with this Uncle Howdy's shit all over again. But if this is Vince, I fucking hate where this is going already. I'm going to wait it out, but I don't like what I'm seeing. Uh, well, a few AEW contracts are coming up at the end of this year, including the Young Bucks and Kenny, because they, they signed three-year deals with two-year extensions in 2019. In fact, Kenny Omega's contract ran out in January, but Tony Khan may have added some time there because of the, the time he spent uh, out there due to injury in 2021 and 22. And Kenny has said that he's not opposed to going to WWE. And I don't think the Young Bucks are either. So it could be interesting if, if Triple H could end up landing all the... Uh, the AW founding EVPs. Mm-hmm. Honest, honest question here because even though we have brought it up, I haven't given it that much serious thought yet just because I think the percentage of it happening isn't that big. If Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks were to seriously go to WWE, how do you think that would fare for AEW? With them now having Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks. And let's not forget, possibly MJF not too far down the line. Right. But then, if if if, a, if uh, Tony Khan does in the buying 
WWE, it it really doesn't matter. I mean, it really wouldn't. That would give him just more toys to play with on across two different companies, three yeah. technically. Yeah, I could see like one week, you know, somebody from AEW goes to Raw or somebody from from SmackDown shows up at Dynamite, you know. And you could you could build stories like that. I want and, and and people completely hate this idea just because they hate AEW. But the unpredictability. I know people seem things people seem to think things would be predictable just because it would be one person technically in charge of everything. But we don't know for sure what would happen and how things would be managed if Tony were to buy WWE. You're right. It probably wouldn't affect AEW if, let's say, they go over, but then he just buys WWE. It wouldn't really matter. I don't think it would matter anyway because no. they've had three years to establish themselves as a different company and they've got other stars besides those four that yeah. they got enough stars now that it doesn't matter if they leave or not. Yeah, I mean... Even though I they mean, were the founding four, I don't think it matters. I mean, it doesn't really... Yeah, it doesn't even really matter now anyway because all those three are tied up with the, with the trio's titles. So right. if you... If we see them wrestling, they're to, they're all together. It's just going to be very weird for a little bit. Yeah. When you hear, uh, when you would hear like Michael Cole or whoever the fuck being like, "Hey guys, all right, welcome to Monday Night Raw. Coming up next, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks." I'll be like, "Ah, this." This sounds weird. Imagine. Although, wouldn't you hear? Imagine Kenny Omega versus Seth Rollins for the United States title. That sounds <laughs> awfully great to me. Shit. <laughs> it sounds good to me as well. <laughs> Does it not? And if that happens, then you have all these Bullet Club members in WWE now. Yeah. Kenny the, Kenny, the Young Bucks, Cody, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Jay White. Possibly yeah. Jay White. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, 95% Jay White. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. It would be yeah. great. Yeah, I just don't Either think it would, expect it. it would affect anything because... Like I said, they have three years under their belt. They have all these other superstars. It's kind of like WWE survived when Hogan left and went to the WCW. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm just going to say one more thing, and that's the last thing I want to say on this because I don't want to get too aggravated. I'm trying not to, even though there's the possibility of that happening still. (laughs) (laughs) 
the last thing I'm going to say is the only reason I would hate for them, like the main reason I would hate for them to go from AEW to WWE is for the people that hate AEW but love WWE to be like, how we took your guys now. We have um, how do you feel, AEW losers? Like, we but don't. I, but hasn't AEW been saying that to WWE for the last three years? Hey, we took your guys. How do you feel, losers? <laughs> Keith Lee, Swerve. Well, well I mean, they stolen. <laughs> they didn't really steal them because they had been released. Yeah. FTR. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I, it would just feel weird to me. I think the only one they actually stole was Moxley because he just decided not to resign. I don't know. It, it would just I I just don't want. I I can already see how Twitter would be the day it happens, and I would hate it. But before we move on with the news. Kev, thanks for subscribing, bro. We see you. <laughs> All right, you can continue. Well, that was actually off, off for the news. I, I, I like the way how uh, our news segments go off into different tangents. <laughs> yeah, we never know how this shit is going to go sometimes with the news. But I, I would say my level of trigger ability right now is at about at a 95 percent it's it's up there right now that that helped move it along but <laughs> we'll see how it goes now that we're gonna move into our thoughts on the weekly shows so i'm gonna go over to johnny and get his moment for wwe this week okay well uh Cody showed up on SmackDown this week. He he cut a promo at the, at the beginning of the show with Roman. Roman came out first, then then Cody came out, and uh, you know uh, Cody came out came out in suit. Roman came out with with Paul Heyman, Solo, and Jimmy. Still no Jay yet, uh, but. It, Cody started saying, well, uh, you know, do you need those guys there with you? You know, can we just, just be, just be man to man, one-on-one. So Roman sent, sent them away. Uh, Paul laid the title down in the middle of the ring. And Cody started cutting a, a promo, you know, talking about the, how you know nobody thought he he would be able to make it in wrestling? You know, people thought he would just he would just be a, be under uh, Randy Orton's shadow. You know, people didn't think he was going to be able to survive Stardust. And then he then it, the line like he said, people didn't think that that uh, we could fill ten thousand seat uh, stadium for. Uh, me and my my friends' little indie show, <laughs> like that's a callback to all in. <clears throat> but in, you know, basically said that that he he's gonna <clears throat> he's gonna win at WrestleMania. Roman 
said that you know he he had too much respect for for Dusty to 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 degrade him so he that he was he wasn't going to talk about about him and said that they spent countless hours talking and that that in all the time that the conversations that he had with Dusty Dusty had nothing to say about Cody that talking about Roman said that not only did he learn from his father but he also learned from Cody's father too I really really like this first face off between Cody and um, Roman yeah I know I know people were expecting a lot more from it but I, I think it did a lot for it being their first face to face. Yeah, and uh, then to end the promo, Roman Roman said, "You know, you're uh, whatever your dad didn't teach you." He said, "I'm going to teach you at WrestleMania." And they, which is, and they ended the the segment with a handshake. You know, no, no, no sneak attack, no beat down. Which that's not that not uh, that often that the promo ends like that. <laughs> but, yeah, which yeah. I think was a good thing that it didn't yeah. end like that because it's just building for the match. Yeah, sure. So for now, they have respect for each other. Something something has to happen in these next couple of weeks to where. It's going to cause the bloodline to get involved. I don't know exactly what that could be, but it it feels a little too... Not that it's a bad thing, because I really liked this face-to-face, but it just feels to me that this can't be what we're going to get every single week. There has to be a lot more, but... Mm-hmm. For for week one of further building Roman versus Cody, I thought this was very effective because just having them face to face in the ring it was fucking great. Yeah, I I just don't know what the problem was with the fans in attendance that may, maybe it went a little too long for them for some reason. Where they started losing interest in it. it is is what I heard. Some people thought. I thought it was pretty damn good. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I, I don't I know think, why yeah. they would be saying that. Yeah, I thought it was good too. Yeah, but there's going to be some interesting things coming, especially you know now that. We're going to get that serious build to Mania, I hope. So, yeah, we're going to get some even better shit coming from Cody and Roman. So, now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for WWE this week. Okay. Let's go to the MVP VIP lounge. <laughs> I thought this was... I liked it. <laughs> uh... The VIP lounge is set up in the ring. And 
Brock comes out before MVP. <laughs> Takes the mic and asks, said, uh, MVP called me out. Come out here and talk to me. So MVP comes out. He goes, you're not going to take me to Suplex City, are you? I'm not going to get in the ring if you're going to do that. He goes, no, I'm not going to take you to Suplex City. Come on, just get in here and talk to me. And then he tells MVP, you want this match? Sell it to me. So MVP goes through his spiel of why he should face Omos, Omos and all this. And Brock goes, that's a good sell. <laughs> okay, let's do this match. Let's have a drink to it. So MVP grabs his bottle of champagne, wants to do, have a toast, and Brock goes, nope, nope, nope. We're going to have my special <laughs> uh, alcohol, brings out a flask, mm-hmm. takes a drink, gives the flask to MVP. <laughs> MVP takes, says, what is it? He goes, well, where Ray come from is called Grease Light. So basically it's moonshine. <laughs> white white lightning. White light. <laughs> So basically gives him moonshine and MVP can't handle handle his liquor. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and he spits it all in Brock's face. Then he grabs his uh handkerchief or whatever, tries to wipe Brock down. Brock goes, Don't worry about it. Then Brock picks him up and F fives him. <laughs> which was great, because he didn't suplex him. No. <laughs> he gave him the F five. <laughs> he kind of sold the match better than anything else could would have. I know this is probably the one match nobody's looking forward to, but it kind of sold it a little bit. Yeah, because I know Omos isn't doing anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> and and yes, Brock did call him Omos. Omos. <laughs> that was funny, too. But as soon as he said, no, I'm not going to take you to Suplex City, I go, nope, he's going to give me an F5 watch. <laughs> we all knew it was coming. We just didn't know how he was going to get there. Well, I thought Brock was entertaining on the mic, which we wouldn't expect considering he had Palm Heyman for all those years. But, hey, he yeah. can talk. I the, – the, the thing I hate about this is how much I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining and funny. It was, and I like Brock Lesnar. I, I think him – taking control of the mic and doing a lot of shit and saying a lot of shit helped out, like you said. But if this truly is like one of the two Vince ideas for Mania, I hated that I liked it so damn much. (laughs) I don't think the match is going to be as good as this VIP lounge. (laughs) Oh, no. The match is not going to be as good. In fact, I think this segment lasted longer than, than, than the match will. Yeah, it I, most definitely lasted longer. What's what's almost going to do? N- almost nothing. Almost nothing. Almost nothing. <laughs> almost almost nothing. is going to do almost nothing. <laughs> <sighs> I think this match one might be one of those matches that they used to cool the crowd down, like. May they might even put this match before the main event of either night. Just yeah, to, just to get the it's, crowd hyped up for the for the main event. It's gonna be one of those matches where after 
after a long, good match, use this match to sell them. Hey, you can go to the bathroom now. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, yeah, the match before that, too, will be a, a banger. Yeah. And this one's going to be one of those ones where you can sell them down and go, we can breathe for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take a small nap. Depending yeah, on how yeah, long yeah. Mania has been going, yeah. The match, <laughs> the match before will be a banger. This match will be one where you know, bang your head against the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give yourself a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. This is definitely like a piss break match because everybody knows how this match is gonna go. So it, it's no shocker how. It's no shocker how it's gonna go. We all know. But yeah, yeah. This this segment was pretty entertaining. Like we'll we we'll be uh, live streaming that night uh, in in person, so you may see a lot of us getting up during that match. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be getting up during that match. <laughs> uh might have to go around the corner for that one because I don't want video evidence of it. <laughs> But yes, maybe. Huh. As far as my moment, I had a lot of expectations going into this next match. I, You already know how I feel about it, Andrew. Becky Lynch and Lita versus Damage Control for the women's tag titles. Well, what can I say about this match? I'm, I'm going to just sum it up in the best way I can. Everybody was good in this match. If they were going to bring Lita back, if this was the plan all along, which Andrew has his theory about that, they should have let her get a couple more reps in because it wasn't the cleanest looking match for Leah. And I know she's getting up there, but just a couple of years ago, she had a match in Saudi against Becky. Becky and it looked really damn good. So I don't know what happened between now and then maybe Ring rust, she didn't get enough reps in to get warmed up for this match. But I, 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 I just confirmed she's 47 years old. I mean, she can still roll, age. though. <laughs> I, I, I know she can still go. She proved it a couple of years ago with that match against Becky Lynch. And I know age catches up to all of us, but. Yeah, I just didn't expect to see her do this bad. And if obviously she's going to be around because she is now a tag champion. So, I'm I'm going to I'm going to save my further thoughts until I see if she's able to improve on the little bit of bad stuff she did in this match. Was happy to see Trish again. So for the nostalgia side of me, I was happy to see them again. I I just hope they're able to do their work a little bit cleaner. Yeah, and I I don't see Lita staying past WrestleMania. Probably not. 
Me neither, but they're probably going to have a match at Mania. So, because I, I, I think we're going to see that Trish she'll turn before. Yeah, probably. Maybe we'll have a like a multi-team tag match at WrestleMania. That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking a, a a triple triple threat tag with a uh, Becky and Lita versus. Well, hold on, that wouldn't. Maybe a four person, a four team tag. Yeah, Bailey, yeah. Uh, Bailey and Trish versus Damage Control versus uh, Becky and uh, Becky and Lita versus uh, Ronda and Shayna. Shayna, yeah, that could work. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if you want that many people aligned in Damage Control in one match. <laughs> but maybe that's where damage control split up. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I but now now we're just booking mania stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, I just want match goes. If you haven't seen it, you need and it's out there. You need to watch the post show celebration with yeah. Seth comes out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I heard that. About it. That was funny, but I like play his music. He should have played Becky's music. They're gonna celebrate her win instead of his music. Yeah, that's one of the issues a lot of people are having. So, so did he come out just celebrate, or did he was he in the in the dark match? Uh, As far as I know, he just came out to celebrate. Okay. After the match, after it went off the air, he came out and she ran, jumped in his arms, holding up the trophy, the belt, and. <laughs> they started dancing around, and then Lita was hugging Trish. And <laughs> yeah, because you know sometimes they have dark matches after after all. Yeah, so I don't know if he had a dark match, if there was a dark match or not. Yeah, I don't know if it led. A, I don't know if it led to a dark match. Because <laughs> last time but... we went to Raw on Halloween, they didn't have a dark match. No, <laughs> we wanted one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, man, I just want Lena. I just want Lita to clean her shit up. I I know she can do it. She's proven she can. So that that's all I want. If she's gonna hang around for Mania and be a tag champ, which it looks like she is. So now that we got our moments in there for WWE, I'm gonna go back to Johnny and get his moment for AEW. Well, for the first time, we had the face of the Revolution ladder match on Dynamite instead of on the pay-per-view, which I'm 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 glad they're doing that because it's already a stacked a stacked card. But we had, let me see if I remember everyone that was involved. We had Eddie, Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, Sakeshta, Sammy Guevara, Ar Fox. Uh, we had uh, Powerhouse Hops and uh, a, a new signee, a Commander, who's a, a, a luchador from Mexico. I think I got them all. Uh, but th- this was a, this was a fun match. I had, saw a lot of high flying spots. We saw Takesha do blue thunder bomb to Sammy off the ladder, through another ladder. We saw Commander, uh, he walked the, the top rope like Undertaker style and do a flip to the outside. He ran the top rope, jumped yeah. on the other rope. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another spot where he, he also 
he did a five star frost flash to the outside through through a table. I think it was on Sammy. I think I, I know Sammy. Sammy took a lot of bumps in this match. Uh, and actually, yeah, I'm pretty actually, sure it was Sammy as well. Action Andretti attempted to do a, a Falcon Arrow off the ladder uh, onto Sammy, which uh, threw a ladder bridge, but he slipped and got caught between the ladder, which you know, that could have could have gone bad. Uh, the match ended when the Takesha was was climbing the ladder, and and Hobbs went went through, and he. He smashed in into the ladder, knocked the catch off so much that it actually twisted the ladder. So when the when the Hobbs climbed the ladder, he had that that the four referees had to hold the ladder down uh, for him to to grab it. But he 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 got the the uh, the Sonic ring and and the golden donut. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, the butt donut. He, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, he won in in his home home area, not hometown, because he's from Palo Alto. But they were in San Fran, close enough. But he won in his hometown. <clears throat> so now he gets a shot at the TNT title next Wednesday or this Wednesday on Dynamite between the winner of uh, of Warlow and Samojo. Warlow came out there. Uh, Samojo was on commentary, and Warlow just said, uh, like, he just power run a security guy on the stage. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so uh, Powerhouse Hobbs gets a shot at the time next week. That was a good match. Yeah. It, it, it was a really good match. I think the face of the Revolution ladder match is always going to be a very interesting match to watch. And yeah. as many great spots as this match had, props to Commander yeah. on night yes. one coming into AEW and showing us how good he is. Reminding us that Ray Phoenix isn't the only great high flyer out there. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, see, this is, okay, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and say it just because I can. And because all those that I said earlier that are like the WWE big time fans, which we are too. But if Commander was in WWE, let's say, he wouldn't be able to do half the stuff he did here. He he would have been part of the Lucha House Party. He could have yeah. done it, but he'd had to do it in NXT. <laughs> he Maybe NXT Black and Gold. Yeah. Not NXT right now. Because it's not the same thing. Yeah, no, it's not no. Yeah, that that's all I'm gonna say is props to Commander for coming in and making this match unforgettable. Because yeah, there was a lot of scary spots, like Johnny said. I'm surprised that there wasn't injuries, yes. as far as we know. 
Yeah. Action Andretti is safe. Sammy Guevara is safe. AR Fox took a couple of shots that had risk. That's the that's the name I forget. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just <clears throat> it was really damn good. Yeah. So I I enjoyed it. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm gonna go over to Drew and get his moment for AEW this week. Uh. Mine is not really a moment. More of a celebration of one single wrestler. Shit. Two matches this week. I'm talking about Riho. I love Riho. <laughs> and how long has she been doing this? Since she was nine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what She's I, been doing it for 16 years. 16 years is what JR always said. Since she was nine years old. But her cross body coming off the top rope into the ring or to the floor or whatever. It's a thing of beauty. <laughs> it looks like she's out there skydiving <laughs> in her posing and position everything. The way the arms are spread, the legs are spread. It's perfect every time. And not only that, she she could put all these move combos together. I just think she's one of the best female wrestlers out there right now. <laughs> And it's a thing of beauty every time she gets in the ring. Yeah. And she can work with anybody. Her own Dynamite, she worked with Tony Storm. On yeah. Rampage, she was fought Emma Sakurai. Hell, when she first won the title, she defeated Nyla Rose. So she can work with anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, here's what some, and here's what I heard someone say today. She was the first AEW Women's Champion. Yeah. Yes. And after that, it's like you really haven't heard much of her as far as being around in AEW. Yeah. I, I, so I think I know maybe, where you're getting it. Yeah. So maybe this is a way for her to get back into the fold. Right. Maybe, maybe she this can is become a... the, the first two-time Women's Champion. Or... She's the first woman to win both the AEW Women's and TBS titles. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she's the one who can beat Jay Cargill. The Thrones. Cargill? I'd love yes. that. Even before. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anything. where I was getting at. Both yes. of those are possible. But yes. Praise Riho as much as you can. Yeah, definitely <laughs> praise Riho. For my moment, did, I, did you say she was what twenty five? Yeah, because she started when she was nine and has been doing it for sixteen years. Okay, so, so she's twenty five. Okay, yeah, puts her at twenty five. Can can we confirm was she the nine year old that wrestled Kenny Omega or was that someone else? Might have been her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Props to Riho for the two matches she had this week. I can't wait to see. What's next for her? Because one of those two things would be great. Um, for my moment this week, I just want to give props to someone else that had two matches. Orange fucking Cassidy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So the first match he had, he defended his All-Atlantic Championship against Big Bill. 
which is no easy feat because for those for those don't who don't know who Big Bill is, let's just say he used to be a little soft in WWE. <laughs> no, he was the big soft. S -A he was the big soft. S A W F T. Yeah. Yeah, big cast from WWE now in AEW known as Big Bill. <laughs> he's he's stepped up his game. He's gotten slimmer, maintained his muscle, obviously maintained his height. That's not changing. But he put up a hell of a match against Orange Cassidy, but in the end, Orange Cassidy retained. Yeah, and then three. It took what three orange punches to knock his ass out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a super Superman punch. Yeah, yeah. Then one off the top rope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hell of a match one for Orange Cassidy, and then later on, it was it was it was let us known to us that the best friends weren't clear to compete. So that there was an open spot in the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal, <laughs> which Danhausen made it known that, hey, we're best friends, so maybe <laughs> we should do it. And Orange yeah. Cassidy is like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, because yeah, Orange, Orange has, has more room in his, in his bag for titles. Yeah, he can carry more than one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can carry more than one. So it ended up being Aussie Open, Jericho Appreciation Society, the best friends, technically, the Kingdom, Dark Order, A Facción Ingobernable, Butcher and the Blade, Lucha Bros, Top Flight, and Blackpool Combat Club. So there were a lot of teams in this match. Yes. yes. And it, it was it was again a run, another really good match, but Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy pull out the win here again, and now they're headed to Revolution for the four way on the four way yes. title match. Yes, which I mean. As long not not to ruin one of my predictions for later, but as long as it's not the ass boys, we are good. Well, <laughs> but I've also I've heard internally internally that they still have a plans for FTR to defeat the ass boys for the titles. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It, it's a lot of stuff that can that can go down this Sunday, so that was just an interesting bit for me that Orange Cassidy had was involved in two matches, and is as much of a badass as Riho is. So, hell yeah, that was definitely uh, my moment. So y'all were watching Rampage last night, right? Yes. Y'all know what. What is this quality TV AEW? I don't know what that is. I don't know. What are they teasing? <laughs> I don't know. 
but I rewatched it today after work and I saw that pop up again and I'm like, what is this shit? I haven't heard anything about it. I don't know what 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 what's going on. I'll it's try this... and look into it and see if I can find anything. Yeah, I mean, it could just be like maybe the tease for the AEW streaming service. Hmm? It, it very well could be, but <laughs> I'll take a look around and see what I can find. All right. So yeah, those were our moments for AEW this week. Before we get into our predictions, I do want to bring up something else that we forgot to mention on the news. So before before we get into our predictions, like I said, I want to speak about Sonia Deville real quick. Oh yeah, because there were something there is something new that happened with her this week. But just to get a bit of a bit of the backstory before we get into the breaking news of it, uh, Johnny, can you fill them in on how this how this came to be? And I will be right back. Oh, okay. You kind of put me in the spot because I know uh, it's I, been a I, while, but you re- you remember the whole bit with the home invasion and stuff. Yes, okay. So because yeah, of the that's home invasion. Yeah. Okay. So this is going back like a couple years. She got she got a gun. And basically the, the, the gist of it was that they just they they found found her gun and hand her in her check uh, luggage at the airport. Is it from that I mean that's Freddie, uh, he he wanted to tell the story, but I didn't. I, I didn't really see it as a big deal, uh, so I didn't. I, 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 in fact, I haven't even heard much of it really this week. But yes, she got caught with a gun. Pretty much it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why is that a big deal? I don't. I. I. I don't know. Me neither. Maybe Freddie. <laughs> maybe Freddie will tell us when he comes back. All right. Uh, if you're we're watching us on YouTube, give us a subscribe. If you're watching us on Twitch, give us a follow and subscribe. Leave your comments. We'll we'll answer any questions you have. And I think he's coming back. I mean. There really wasn't much to the story. It's basically, she just got caught with a gun at the airport. Um, All right. It, it wasn't at the airport. Because I, so I, I honestly, I didn't hear, I didn't hear much of that story. Okay, so 
from from what I know, as far as what the story is, is she was in New Jersey, and they were going to a, a restaurant to celebrate her and her fiance's one year anniversary, and they they took their car to a valet. So pretty much they got someone to park their car for them. Oh, yeah. Right. And who whoever the valet is went snooping around and found the gun in the glove compartment. And the gun is registered, and she does have paperwork for a concealed carry. It's just not valid in Jersey. But I can't, uh, I, along with other people, don't blame her for wanting to carry because of what happened with the home invasion. I mean, that's not really a big deal. Honestly. not. It's not. So the fact that she has a court date and everything because of it, people are asking for it to be dropped. One, it's not, we don't blame her, like I said, we don't blame her for wanting to carry because of what she went through. And two, if the valet wouldn't have gone snooping around, they wouldn't have even known it was there. I was going to say, she should she should file charges against the valet for going through her stuff. She very much can is what I would think. And a lot of people are are asking for and are thinking that the court case against her is going to be dropped because it's not like she was flaunting it or had it on her. She just had it in her car. She didn't even take it out of her car or bring it into the restaurant or wherever they were going. So what's the valet snooping? <laughs> uh, that that's what that's what everybody's wondering is why was the valet snooping around? Makes no sense. Yeah, it makes zero sense to me. It's just something I wanted to bring up because it, it's something I had spoken to Johnny about and we forgot to bring so, it yeah, up on the so news. So I don't know why why she's being having to go to court on this because New Jersey is an open carry state. Yeah, but the reason the reason she has a case or the reason they're bringing her up on charges and she has to present herself is because she doesn't live in Jersey anymore. She was just visiting. So the gun is registered elsewhere. So it's all the paperwork, all the paperwork she has, okay. it's not valid in Jersey. So the gun is not registered there. <clears throat> Again, it's it's just a big old fucking issue that she shouldn't be going through because if it wasn't for, it, it all goes back to the valet. If it wasn't for him snooping around, nobody would have known. 
And like, yeah, how'd she get to Jersey? Did she fly? I'm assuming. Probably drove. So, I mean, everyone I don't know. Has, she, I don't know if she lives in Florida. Residence? She lives in Florida. Because you can take, you can take a gun on a plane. You just have to register with the airline, and you have to put it in a locked box in your luggage. Mm-hmm. It can't be in, it can't be in carry on. But it can travel with you wherever you go. You just have to lock it in a safe, one of those lock boxes, in your luggage un- when it goes underneath the plane. And Even if it's not room. registered wherever you're going? That I don't know about, but I, I thought the license was good no matter where you went. That but That's I what I thought, too. <laughs> because if I'm visiting somewhere, why would I want to register my gun there when I'm only going to be there a week? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. This case I, will probably be dropped as soon as the judge, as soon as they get in front of the judge. Like, why are you bringing this up? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's what I, along with a lot of other people, are hoping for. Because wherever she goes, there's going to be a certain group of people, aka wrestling fans. That are going to know who she is. Yeah. And with what happened to her, she does run a bigger risk. Sure, they caught this one guy, but just like this one guy was crazy, there could be another crazy guy out there. There are lots of crazies out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised this is like the first one that has made it that far. But, yeah. So... I, I just wanted to bring it up because it's something something that happened and it's something that she shouldn't be going through. So my I have Sonia's back on this. I think they should drop the charges and the case and all her appearance she has set because of this one thing. I personally think it should all be dropped. So And maybe she yeah. needs to go put that Go put that MFMA background to work on that uh, ballet. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Some uh, something needs to happen to him. Her charge him with something. Yeah, whoever, whoever, whoever the valet was that went snooping around, something needs to happen. But yeah, that that's not fair to her, is what I think. So. Now, now that we've gone through that last bit of news that we forgot to mention earlier, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and go back and focus on AEW and Revolution, which is tomorrow night. But before we go match by match, what did you? I want to get your thoughts on how did y'all think the build for this pay per view went. I mean, it's not, it's not the best uh, build that they had. Uh, I, I think their streak of, uh, of pay-per-views that that exceeded the previous one have have stopped, have run out. Uh, there's, I, I mean, I'm not looking forward to all the matches. There's maybe like. Like maybe half of them, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. 
Yeah, I, I don't the think the matches were built were hyped pretty well. The storyline was built really well. Some of the matches seems like they're just thrown together at the last minute. Yeah, like Christian and Jungle Boy. Yeah. yeah. But like no. the Moxley Adam Page match. That's yeah, that one that one has had some build. And MJF, especially the MJF Danielson. Daniel and the triple threat women's match, which has yeah. had a good build too. But some of them have just been thrown together. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the reason that Christian, the Christian Jungle Boy match feels very thrown together is Christian's injury. <laughs> yeah. Like he hasn't yeah. been able to shake off the injury bug. So that's where I think that is. But yeah, I've, I've heard the same thing is that this hasn't been the best build to a pay-per-view, but I will take this build over a lot of the build that WWE has had because if if it wasn't for the bloodline stuff it's it, it hasn't been the best builds to pay-per-view either but i thought it was a decent build is revolution their biggest pay-per-view AEW no is all it... out what, what so do you I think, think it... is the biggest one I think the order is all out, double or nothing, full gear and revolution. Well, let's put double. Uh, let's put for for Ben Door in there between, between double or nothing and and full gear. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Is that how AEW, AEW sees it? As because like WWE, we know their biggest pay per view is. WrestleMania. Yeah. And they hype it as that. Do does AEW hype all out as their biggest one? I or think do they so. hype them all? Or do they hype them all the same? No, <laughs> I <have> I, <laughs> I think all out is definitely the bigger one of the bunch. So yeah, this this hasn't been the best build. To a pay-per-view, but it still has our interest quite a bit because some of these matches are going to be insane. So, the first match I want to get your prediction on, Samoa Joe versus Wardlow for the TNT Championship. Drew, who you got? I'm going Wardlow. Going Wardlow. Joe has the ROH TV champ. Yeah. Yeah. So split them up, have more champions. Let Joe focus on his ROH. Let Wardlow have his back. All right. Johnny? Yeah. I would also say Wardlow. Now that Ring of Honor has got their TV show, Samoa Joe can focus on defending the the ROH TV title there. On the TV show, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where yeah. TV champions should defend the title. Hell yeah. I'm going to also go with Wardlow 
because I think Joe having two belts now that ROH is becoming its own separate thing. It's what makes sense. And I want to see Wardlow versus Hobbs on Wednesday. Yes. I think that's so, that will be bigger match than Hobbs and Samoa Joe. Yeah. So is that match going to be on Dynamite this week after? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they already I, said that's when it's going to be. I didn't hear that part, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just another thing to look forward to on Wednesday is it's going to be a, a colossal, a colossal match. So, yeah, we're all going Wardlow on that one. So for the next match, it's the Guns versus the Acclaimed versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Drew, this one's rough. This is the hardest one to pick. Because there's several ways they could go with this. If you really want to piss everybody off, you let the guns keep it. (laughs) Which, though, I can kind of see them doing that. That way they FTR can get their revenge and take the titles back. Or you can go Triple J. I don't think Acclaim is winning because they've had it for too long. But if you want to showcase Dan Housen's wrestling ability, you give it to them and let him actually become a serious competitor like Orange Cassidy has. So yeah. there's several ways this could go. Because once Orange Cassidy won that title, people start taking him more seriously and not as a comedy gimmick or a wrestling yeah. gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you and even though he... Dan, if you do the same to Dan Housen, maybe this makes him... People see him as legitimate wrestling, not just a comedy, all evil all the time. Yeah. And even though. Which is what I would really like. So why not? Let's go Orange Cassidy, Dan Housen. Yeah. And (laughs) even though Orange Cassidy is still the big comedy, like people do take him a lot more seriously ever since winning the All Atlantic. So. Right. Yeah. I could could see where you would make that choice. He took out. The best I mean, to win it. And he's taken, yeah. He's fought all comers. Yeah. He, I mean, he fought really Jay Lethal Will Uta after Will Uta went <laughs> haywire on his ass. <laughs> yeah. He just snapped took down Big Bill. So let's let him and Danhausen win it. That way we can showcase Danhausen's actually wrestling ability. Yeah. So you're going with Danhausen and Orange Cassidy? Orange Cassidy. Orange Housen. Orange Housen. All right. I just Johnny? Orange Housen. <laughs> Johnny, who you got? Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to pick Danhausen and Orange Cassidy as well. <laughs> I, 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 don't want, I don't want the gun club to keep the titles. I think I think the acclaimed has has lost you know some of their luster, and I don't want to see in 2020, 2023, I don't want to see Jeff Jerry with the title. <laughs> All right, 
Yeah, I also don't want to see Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal with the tag titles. I think that's that's two different ways that you could piss off the crowd that night. Either having the guns reclaim retain or to put it on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. So I'm also gonna have to go with Dan Cassidy. That's what I'm calling them. <laughs> Dan Cassidy. <laughs> Dan Cassidy. I I think the acclaim lost a little bit whenever they lost to the guns, so they have to be built back up again. But they're eventually going to get there again and reclaim the titles. But for now, yeah. I'm going to go with Dan Cassidy. Their daddy issues with the guns. Yeah, <laughs> just not for the titles. Right, they need keep to do that away. Yeah, they need to keep the titles out of it. So. I'm going to go with Dan Cassidy as well. Uh, for the next match for the AEW Women's Championship, Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho versus Soraya. Uh, the way it's looking. It, like I said, it depends what they want to do. They want to have... Hills in charge or faces or what? But I, I really think it's going to be Ruby. I think Jamie's had it a good while. And I think it's still too soon for Soraya. Because they need to they need to settle the thing between Britt and Jamie and Tony and Soraya without the title being in there. So give it to Ruby, let her go do, do the title thing, and let have them separate the fight out the, what they call it, the originals versus the newcomers. Yeah. The original versus the WWE. Yeah. Former. In a so, way, AEW versus WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they want to call it. <laughs> and you do all that. Right. And the best way to do that is not have the title involved at all. So yeah. give it to Ruby, let her do handle the title. All right. Johnny, who you got? Uh, again, I'm going to agree. I think I was asking Ruby. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, she she deserves uh, deserves the title. She, uh, you know, she she was the one that lost to Jake Cargo in the finals of that that TBS tournament. So I th I think she's the old one. Yeah. And there goes that name again. So I'm just gonna say, <sighs> even when not involved in the pay per view, her name still gets brought up. <laughs> Look, man, I I agree with you both. I think it's going to be Ruby. I I want it to be Ruby Soho because I think she's she's earned this win. But I have a feeling Tony is going to want to put it on Soraya. So there we we go back to that thing that we have said many times: is this is what you want to happen? This is what you think is going to happen. But this is what's probably going to happen. 
So I'm gonna go Soraya. Just because I'm I'm trying to get in the mindset of Tony. And he probably thinks she's a bigger star than Ruby, so I, I could see him doing that. So I'm gonna go Soraya. For the next match, and, and this one's probably gonna kill Andrew, but I I think I know where he's gonna go. <laughs> For the AEW Trios Championship, the Elite versus the House of Black. Dude. I know. I, said, I know. I said this when we did our end of the year shows. The one person they're not utilizing enough is Malachi Black. So less utilizing now, giving the championship to it. <laughs> It would be so much for the House of Black to have titles. It would. Kenny and the Bucks, they don't need the titles to be great. No. Everybody thinks they are already. They think they're the best. <laughs> but give us the House and of Black, Kenny, it would elevate them so much. Yeah. And if Kenny really is going to go to WWE, they might want him on a, want like one last singles run. Yeah. And then you can throw the Bucks in the tag team uh, pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, you really could. Because as as great as the Bucks are in singles matches, tag is where there's tag is where they're always gonna be as far as their main focus. So yeah. So it's House of Black for Drew. Yes. Let Let's see if we're gonna go the same way on this one because so far we we very Everyone much have. Oh, except for the last. Uh, one. Yeah, just because for the sake of being different, I went different. <laughs> but Johnny, who you got? House of Black. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, look, the nothing is gonna, nothing is gonna the, take anything away from the elite. But I don't think the the but the elite, elite they're not as big as they once were. Agree to disagree. I think they're always gonna be big. I just think House of Black has put in their work, much like Ruby. And Malachi has gotten a rough go at it here in AEW. So again, I think I much like much like Drew, I think he's earned it. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go House of Black as well. And just just as an additional question, real quick. Does anybody get misted? Do you think <laughs> Julia Hart's going to do it? I think she'll miss uh, Brandon Color. Either Color or Takazawa. <laughs> <laughs> I think... color Color's funnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she's going to miss Kenny. And that and that's what's gonna 
cost them the match. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and then and then we get like a dark version Kenny. I don't know. I don't know. Does he sell the mist? Like, there's a lot of stuff they could do there before he goes away. If that's what's gonna happen. But yeah, uh, we all got House of Black on this one. So for the next match. I- I don't know where I'm going to go with this one yet, so I'll hear what 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 y'all go with. Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Oh. This, this is, is one kinda... of those, that, real quick, that we already saw. This is one of those that, yeah. what's the point? Ricky yeah, Starks I'm, I'm not looking forward Ricky Starks beat Jericho in the singles match. Yeah. Then he beat Jericho in a tag match with Action Andrade. So what's the point? Do you let Ricky Starks to win to build his character up already, which people already love? Or do you try to build back up Chris Jericho? Because he's Chris Jericho. Is this a way to push, keep trying to push Jericho out the door because he's old? Put him on commentary full time? I think so. <laughs> Which I don't, I wouldn't mind. He's great on commentary, but see, this is one I really don't know what's going to happen. It's flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, why not? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny, who yeah. you got? I'm also gonna say Ricky because this is one of those matches <laughs> I really I really don't care about. And hey, guess so, what? Guess what? Jericho has never won at Revolution. Okay. Three years. Three years. He's lost three times. He lost to Moxley. I honestly I forget who his opponent was in 21, but last year he lost to Eddie Kingston. Was it Orange Cassidy in one of the Momosa match or something? No, well, that was later in the year, but it might have been one one of the one of the like Orange one, Cassidy matches. Yeah, like the first one that he lost to Orange Cassidy yeah. or something. Yeah, but either way, he's lost all his Revolution matches. Yeah, this is like my if I had to choose for the night, this is my piss break match of the night. Uh, I'm going to hate myself for going with Jericho, but I'm going to go with Jericho just because he's never, he's never won at Revolution. And I think this would be a big deal. They would make it a big deal for him to have his first win at Revolution against someone who's already beat him twice. So I'm gonna go Jericho, but at the expense of Ricky Starks, because I I don't think him losing is a good thing either. But I think they'll go Jericho. So okay, in 21, the Young Bucks beat Chris Jericho and MJF for the tag titles. <laughs> okay. Oh right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had a quick Google search. <laughs> <laughs> and 
just, just to keep it going while Andrew possibly searches for stuff. For another possible piss break match, Christian versus Jungle Boy in the final burial. Come on. And we so don't we got a buried, buried alive right? match now. I guess it's a buried alive match. It's a match. buried alive match. <laughs> I'm guessing you throw them in the hole and throw dirt on them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Give me Jungle Boy. Why not? Because <clears throat> Christian, because when they did the thing on what was it, Thursday, no Rampage, when she was in the ring with, when Christian was in the ring with Renee. Yeah. Kind of looked worried <laughs> when yeah. Jungle Boy mentioned the f- he's going to bury him and all this. Kind of looked worried, so give me Jungle Boy. I can see Jungle Boy getting violent. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm also going to see. I'm also going to say Jungle Boy. That's <laughs> will. Maybe Christian gets buried, and then we come back. He comes back when we think we get a different a different Christian. Rude Christian, maybe. <laughs> like maybe he's setting back up from for the dead, setting up for someone else to come join him. <laughs> now we're re- well. I mean, are we really going far out there? I think not. Not really. <laughs> okay, I, I'm. I'm gonna give j- just to give my answer. I'm gonna have to set it up a little bit. So I'm gonna give you the final sequence of the match. Jungle Boy has the upper hand on Christian, and he's taking him over to bury him. Jungle Boy takes one one look at the at the burial from far away as he's walking up to it, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, that's a that's a pretty sizable hole you got there." And then out of the hole comes Luchasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> and he chokeslammed Jungle Boy into the very big hole. And Christian and uh, Christian and Luchasaurus bury Jungle Boy. So Christian wins. All because of a big hole. Just to make it I, I don't know. funny there. I don't know where you were going there for, for a second. I thought maybe <laughs> Nia Jackson. That's what I was thinking. My hole, my hole. (laughs) Look, man. As 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 soon as look, I just made one with the other, and I'm like, okay, burial, plot hole. Luchasaurus is a big guy. There's a funny joke there talking about the hole is big. So I'm just (laughs) gonna go with that and set up a scenario. (laughs) So yeah. Christian wins via big hole. Uh, for the for one of the most exciting matches of the night, possibly match of the night, Moxley versus Hangman Page in a Texas death match. Okay. Kind of like Moxley's promo this week. He's built for this. I don't think Adam Page is built for this like Moxley is. Oh. You know what I'm saying? With like the blood, the violence. He's he's Moxley not a big time. Moxley does violence much. for violence's sake. 
I think Adam Page is built for that. Moxley's going to bleed so much. Oh, yeah. But I think Page is going to bleed too, but it's going to be because of Moxley. And I just think this is this match is more suited towards Moxley's style. Because Moxley bleeds pretty much every match he wrestles. <laughs> yeah. Page does not. <laughs> so this is a Moxley-type match. It's a, especially been a Texas death match. So I'm picking Moxley. <laughs> All right. Johnny, who you got? Uh... Yeah, Moxley. <laughs> he's, he's more built for this. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think Hangman has it in him to win in the Texas death match when Moxley doesn't care how much blood he loses. He, can, he can't hang. <laughs> Hangman <laughs> can't hang. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Moxley as well. Yeah. The where where's this pay per view being held at again? San Francisco. How dare they have a Texas death match in San Francisco? That's my biggest outrage. Do you really want to call it a San Francisco death match? I don't think so. No. Oh, All right. You, then. <laughs> you could How be headed to just some shady territory there if you call it that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, fuck it. It is what it is. The match is going to be great no matter what. So, for the final match of the night, MJF versus Brian Danielson in a 16-minute Ironman match for the AEW World Championship. Good luck, fellas. (sighs) This is one of those you really want to go one way. Think it's going to go one way. You're 99 percent sure it's going to go one way, and they're probably going to turn it around on you and go the opposite way. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's first of all, it's an Iron Man match. We know Daniel can can go an hour because we've seen him do it live. <laughs> yeah. And Jeff, not so sure. He barely lasts. 20, 30 minutes sometimes. Just ask his ex-wife how long he can last. Oh, 30 seconds. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, MJF. Sorry. <laughs> oh. And has MJF actually had the title long enough? He's only defended it once. And that was against Ricky here. <laughs> so I don't know if they think it's time for him to change is it's time to change hands yet but we know they probably want to give Danielson a, a good run with this with the title so do you do it now or do you wait there's so, so many possibilities here No matter who you choose, it's and, a... and if MJF's not ready, he's gonna get his fucking head kicked in. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is what was bleeped out on Wednesday. 
was about to say for those of you that didn't hear which 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 was most of us is if he's not ready he's gonna get his fucking head kicked in unless you're watching it on fight because they don't tense yeah I think they've been wanting to put on Danielson for a while, so let's go Danielson. All right. Johnny, who you got? Same thing, Danielson. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to fight you all on this one. I think MJF is coming into this match with a clouded mind. He's going to have too many things circulating and then with Brian Danielson referencing his wife or ex-fiance on Wednesday, I don't think he's coming into this match with a clear head, which he would need to to beat Danielson. So, yeah, I'm going to go Danielson as well. And Danielson is also one of those guys who... Had his struggles in WWE and fought hard to get cleared and come to AEW, started doing this thing, staying under concussion protocol and all of that. So, yeah, he's he's like he's like Ruby Soho. He's had his fair share of shit, and now he deserves to win. So, yeah. I'm going to go with Brian Danielson, too. And just to end on your thoughts, and if this is a possibility or not, as a last question for Revolution. We, uh, we missed a match. That's right. They, they were, just added one. They added one to zero hour, which is a, it's a no-brainer, but it's the varsity athletes. Davari uh, uh, and uh, Tony Neeson, Josh Woods against the Lucha Rose and Mark Briscoe. Come on, that's that's a team <laughs> I didn't know I wanted. <laughs> yeah. It's obvious, obvious Lucha Rose and Mark Briscoe. So, Drew, I'm guessing you're going... Lucha Bros, Mark. Well, got to keep it official. Me and Johnny's picked everything together all night long, so might as well make it <laughs> a, a clean sweep. <laughs> I'm gonna go the varsity athletes. No, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Lucha Brothers and Mark Frisco, man. I'll be surprised if varsity athletes make it to the ring without pissing themselves. <laughs> And I, I like that promo that Mark Briscoe cut. He's like, he's like, I was in a, in, in a dream that we were in a, <clears throat> and that there was a, a battle royal going on, and and I, I went down there, and, and Jay was there, but then yeah, but then I remember Jay, Jay's Jay's up there, Jay's in the heavens, and yeah, you know, so, yeah, yeah, I like I like how he's doing that. It 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 was good. He he's always he's always from what I've seen ever since ever since Mark passed away is Jay. Ever Jay. since Jay sorry. <laughs> I, I I just remember I just had Mark on the Mark. mind since that's what we mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, ever since Jay passed away. I like how he's been on the mic. So yeah, I, I knew this was this was good from him. So 
it's good to see him, even though it's on pre-show. It's good to see him in a match on pay-per-view. So, hell yeah. So we also got a Blackpool Combat Club versus Dark Order on pre-show, too. Oh, they had that one, too? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, they have Yuta and uh, Claudio versus Claudio. Uh, Reynolds and Silver. Yeah. Blackpool I, Combat I say, Club. Yeah, Blackpool Combat Club. Another no-brainer, I think. Nothing against Dark Order, but yeah. I'm guessing you're going Blackpool Combat Club, too? Yes. All right. Well, they're trying, my... like I say, they're, they're trying to turn these guys' heels, but Blackpool Combat Club has already always been heels. Yeah. It's just heels that everybody loves. Yeah. They're, we're never going to let that happen. No. <laughs> so, like, for the... Kind of like Stone Cold back in his height. He's, yeah. He, he, he did all the heel shit, but yet... Yeah, he was the most loved character by everybody. Yeah, that that shit ain't gonna. We ain't gonna let it happen. So, for my final question that I was leading to before we remembered of those last two matches, do you think CM Punk and FTR make a return here? FTR maybe CM Punk no. Okay, I'm I'm actually gonna gonna dis- disagree and go the opposite way. I think FTR they won't show up. I think it's a good chance CM Punk might show back up at the end, at least not not to interfere in the match, but after the match, right, we can get the either way. You know, we can get Danielson CM Punk, or we can get the MJF CM Punk that we never got after all out. But do we want it? <laughs> That's the question. Do we want it? Yeah, I, I think I think time, enough time has passed that that people can forgive Punk for everything that went now. As long as CM Punk learned another lesson, <clears throat> I say yes. But. He has to apologize to the fans, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, that could be a promo that he does on, on Dynamite. He would have to. Yeah. If they just rain in like nothing happened, no. No, he would have <laughs> to apologize. And he would have to. I think he would have to apologize to some of the other people, some of the other wrestlers publicly, too. Well, I think, oh, publicly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think he's gonna make it right. He would have to. Yeah. Or I don't want him back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I I in a way agree with Johnny. I think we do get. Wait, you said. He CM said Punk, no, yes. yes. No, you yes, said CR, yes. We're all talking. <laughs> No, go no, ahead, we're no, I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go. I'll go. So you I said, said no to FTR. Yes. 
Okay, I got you. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So this is the first I'm, time we disagree. I'm actually gonna go a yes for both of them. If if the elite retain, that's where we get CMFTR. Oh, you're going a different route. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if the elite retain, because that's another match that a lot of people have wanted. So, if the elite retain, I say that's where CM Punk and FTR return. If they don't, they don't return. If they don't retain, then only CM Punk returns, and that's for against MJF if he retains. Or if Danielson wins, we don't get any of them. Let's go Danielson. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my both. against the elite, and that we get both of them. So, yeah, those are our very one-sided <laughs> predictions for Revolution. So we're we're gonna go ahead and see how that happens tomorrow. I I know we said that we were gonna do a live stream for it, and we waited for a while before we said that we were gonna actually do it, just because we wanted to wait and see if AEW was gonna be playing in the was gonna be playing in in theaters again. And then as soon as as soon as we gave up on it, of of course they announced clear it. out the contract with whatever company it is, and they 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 announced that they were gonna run it in theaters. So now Johnny and I are gonna go into the theater to watch it. So yeah, unfortunately we're not gonna be doing a live watch along for it. But we will definitely be at you on next, be coming at you on next week to give our thoughts on it. But before we wrap up, like always, it is time to stump the brain. Hmm. Let's go back to the elimination chamber. Who has appeared in most elimination chambers matches? For the men. Jelly thinking hard over there. <laughs> I'll let you know it's a two-way tie. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, well, I'll say Randy Orton. And <laughs> I 
say Randy Orton and John Cena. No. You got one of them. <laughs> it was Randy Orton. Triple H. Chris Jericho. Oh. Both of them appearing in eight of them. Hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I, I was worried there for a second whenever Johnny said Randy Orton. And then after a long pause, he said John Cena. <laughs> and then you were like, well, you got one of them, right? And I'm like, watch this motherfucker say John Cena. <laughs> so I was a little bit worried there for a second. Oh, we'll see John Cena Monday. Yes, we will. And is this where they set up Theory Cena match? Yeah. For the title? Yes. Sure. Why not? I mean, we know it's going to happen. Cena's going to get no title run. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So during our Rumble watch along, I know one of the things I was doing a lot was, yeah. But now that you said that thing about the John Cena title run, I'm going to turn into old school Daniel Bryan. No, 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 no. Do the no (laughs) chant, bro. No chant. No chant for me on that shit. See, I told you I wasn't going to let shit get to me this week. And even though it might have angered me a little bit there at the end, I didn't go full triggered on that John Cena mention. So I guess I got to work harder next week. Uh, but no, fucking don't get a camera on me when he comes out on Monday. Because I can guarantee one of two things. Either I will be visibly angry and yelling or fall asleep during it. And knowing John Cena, it's going to be at least a 15-minute thing. So more than likely he fall asleep from so yelling. Also, this also proves that We'll probably pretty much know my moment of the week this week already. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, you know what, guys? I, I just remembered that something came up for next weekend. So, yeah, we're not going to be able to go live. Yeah, we're not going to be able to have moments. It's, it's not going to be able to happen next week. I'm sorry. We're, we're just, yeah. No. Wait. Well, yeah. You can't avoid it forever. Yeah, I know. Especially since we're having a WrestleMania show, dude. <laughs> Fine. I'll deal with it like I always do. And I, I, I was looking at a, a few minutes ago that, that last night, uh, Kofi picked up an arm in, injury, and he may be out for WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I did hear about that earlier today, that he picked up an injury. But, Did you say Kofi? Yeah, yeah, Kofi. Oh. But the only reason I didn't bring it up is because it's it's fairly new news, yeah. and we don't know the extent of it yet. Yeah, we'll we'll find we'll find out more next week. Yeah. So I was I was I was just waiting to see what else they said about it 
before I mentioned it, but yeah, he picked up an injury. Hopefully it's not serious and they're able to lead to whatever WrestleMania plans they'll have for them. So yeah, it's going to be a hell of a night tomorrow night, even though some of the matches haven't had the best build. It is AEW, so they're going to make it entertaining like always. So again, if you have any questions or comments, WrestleLost at gmail.com, WrestleLost on Facebook, and here on Twitch, and as well as on YouTube. So don't forget to drop us a follow and a sub, and we will greatly appreciate it, and we will come at you on next weekend with our thoughts on Revolution and all the shows of the week. So until then, hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend, and see y'all then. See you next week. Check you later.